brother. Hey, sister. Um, so let's just talk about the fact that there's one less body part among us since the last time we recorded the oh, podcast. What do you have to tell me? No. <laughs> <laughs> I have all my appendages and all of my organs, but you are missing oh, one. Oh, that's true. Or maybe you have one extra that you don't really need. Are you actually missing it? Um, like, do I think about it often? <laughs> yeah. Um, no. So you had your appendix out. I did. I had my appendix out. Which, we, you can you can correct me, but here's what I know from the couple episodes of Grey's Anatomy I've seen. Mm-hmm. At least from the surgeon's side, it's truly, it's the easiest surgery. And so I feel like if it's the easiest, easiest surgery for the doctors, then it's probably the easiest surgery for the patients. Um, it can be pretty easy. Uh, mine was more difficult than most. That sounds right for you. Yeah. On I, brand. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm weird. I, uh, waited a long time to go to the doctor, I guess. Um, could, how could you have known? Did you know sooner? I was in pain Sunday night. I got fever and chills Sunday night. Uh, I did sleep Sunday night. Monday night I had to actually come and sleep on the recliner. I see. Uh, couldn't sleep in bed. Uh, I was in pain all day Monday. Like I just did nothing but sit in bed and think, I'm just going to try not to be in pain. (laughs) That didn't work. No, I was still in pain. So you went to the hospital Tuesday morning. Tuesday afternoon. Tuesday afternoon. So if you had come, if you had gone Sunday night, would it have been that much better and easier? Yes. Oh. Yeah. So the appendix was gangrenous, which means it was like turning black and all of the infection in it was like starting to spread out into the rest of my body. Oh. Yeah. So I hope nothing is ever described on me or in me as gangrenous. Gangrenous. They had to uh, put a drain in there, <gasps> which was really interesting. I didn't know what it was. I didn't I didn't know how it worked. It's, it's literally just a tube. That was connected from the inside of my body to the outside of my body, uh, like right at, right at the waist. Oh no! And they mm. and it went in a lot farther than I thought it did. Mm. Um, and they get, they put a little pouch, a little plastic pouch no. on the end, and no. they they squeezed in before they attached it to oh, the tube, my. so it like suctioned okay. and it sucked out all of the in all of my insides. Which for a while I like I didn't know what I was like. What is this pouch? I don't know. What's this orange liquid here? It's no. interesting, but now I, I know what the orange liquid was. I am physically uncomfortable. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's I, probably you bad. really aren't. You enjoy. We should talking have put a warning it. if you are eating. Like there, there are, are podcasts that I listen to that I can't that I can't listen to. I'm eating, and I just I'm a just squeamish person, and it's just like that feels just like weird in my stomach. Yes, well, it felt really weird when they pulled the tube out. No, yeah, I wasn't ready for that, and I I thought it was going to be like three inches or four inches but it was like a foot <gasps> maybe not that much maybe like eight or nine inches it just kept coming out and kept oh, coming sick. out it was yeah so yeah my okay so if you had gone bad. sunday yes thing, oh, okay see i just thought it was like just over time it got bad but it was like oh it got really bad well i also there's a few months ago where my stomach hurt i I still don't know if it was my appendix or yeah. something else. So maybe if I... Had gone, I remember that. And I think it was. I think it was. If I had gone... Well, the thing about the appendix is it, it hurts all over your stomach and then it like centralizes it where it goes to yeah. one location. And uh, it, I don't think it went to one location that first time and it just stopped hurting that I first gotcha. time. So I don't know. Aren't bodies amazing? Like when I think about... So when I... Well, it was my 30th birthday. I was in Atlanta on a trip and I something was wrong and I didn't, I knew something was wrong because I had fever and I started to get chills and like, so I I had a kidney infection Mm -hmm. and it's just like, thank goodness that the body has warning signals. Like that's amazing. Yeah. Otherwise you wouldn't have known. And that's not even a warning that signal. It's it's literally just like trying to fight off the infection and and it often works too. Yeah. Uh, But not always with appendixes, especially after they burst. True. Which mine was close to doing. Apparently if your appendix bursts, it's a lot worse. I'm glad it didn't. Yeah, me too. Glad you're here and on the mend. Yeah, I'm. Uh, I'm glad too. I'm. I still can't move around as much as I want to, but can you lift things yet? Uh, no. I think they said two months before I could lift anything over fifteen pounds. Two months? I think they said two months. Yeah. Oh, and it's only been two weeks. Yeah. All right. What else? Um, I don't know. Do you want to know more about my appendix? Is there anything else to know? Yes. If you are hurting in your stomach, 
and you have a uh, and you have fever and chills, then you should probably go to the emergency room <laughs> and get your appendix taken out. You know, I love the show The Mindy Project. Um, and one of my, it's not one of my favorite parts, but at the very end, like the production company or what, whatever it is that has like a little bit at the end, mm-hmm. hers says, not a doctor. <laughs> I just feel like we could all use that in mm-hmm. life. You mm-hmm. know, just a not a doctor disclaimer. That's right. Yeah, yeah. If your stomach hurts, <laughs> it could be your appendix, <laughs> right. no matter what it is. But he is not a doctor. Well, the thing is, if you if you are overcautious and it's fine, you can... You're allowed to say that. You know what I mean? If if I say, oh, yeah, you should go to the hospital and check that scrape out. It's better than me saying, oh, that's fine. Don't worry about it. Yeah, until, until it gets. Right. Because yeah. going to the hospital is not going to kill you, but that's fine. Don't worry about it. could kill you, depending on what it is. Yeah. Potties are crazy. Yeah. I and mean, we ha- we're not surgery people. Uh, this is my first surgery. You're a surgery person now. I mean, uh, apart from wisdom teeth, that barely right. counts. Yeah. Yeah, now I'm a surgery expert. <laughs> what makes one a surgery expert? Just having done it once? Oh, well, you know, I experience things a lot as I'm experiencing them. So, <laughs> okay, maybe not an expert. I'm a surgeon veteran. Surgeon? Sur- <laughs> no, I didn't. Is that it? That you're, you're <laughs> yeah, they surgeon called me into the surgery room and they're like, okay, cut he, this person open. <laughs> he is a doctor. Now that you've done <laughs> no, the no, appendix. No, no, I'm sorry. No, no. I'm a surgery Veteran. Veteran or veteran? What do you say? Veteran. Isn't it written Wait, veteran? Veteran. Veteran? Wait. I think I say Veterans Day. Veterans Day. I say vet. I don't say You vet. say Vets Day? No. No, I say Veterans. <laughs> veterans Day. I say Veterinarians. <laughs> I say Vegetarians. <laughs> vet. I just say he's a vet. Really? Yeah. But, but what if it's like a, an old man? You wouldn't say he's a vet. You would yes, say I would. Veteran. <laughs> My country <laughs> Now vet And none of these Sound like actual words now Vet You really say vet I feel like vet Is a person you say they, Like if they're, they're 30 year olds And just got back From Vietnam That You think that's different Yeah Well I think the only thing That could be confusing Is also like Do they fix your sick dog Right Oh it's very confusing I'm sure there's lots of Vet vets out no, there No if you say He served in Iraq He's a vet I mean What are the chances <laughs> That he went to Iraq And he's also a veterinarian I mean I'm sure there are oh, yeah. some He should look at Your dog's appendix He's a vet <laughs> <laughs> He just likes dogs And appendixes He's not He's not a veterinarian And he also Fought in the armed services With a dog <laughs> Veterinarian Vet Veterinarian <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't know actually Veter- How do you spell it? V e t e r. So it is veterinarian. Veterinarian. <laughs> Hello, I'm go- veterinarian. I'm a veterinarian. <laughs> it's, not, it's not a word. It's lost all meaning. Veterinary. No. <laughs> I'm gonna go to the vet, and I'm a vet. Do you uh, have a vet discount? Do you remember when our dog used to uh, freak out when you said the word vet? Yeah. It, on November 11th, he was always afraid. Is that Veterans Day? Yeah. I was like, what? Do you remember that? Got it. How do you know when Vet Day is? Oh, that's one of the things you learn before you run for office. It's uh, 11, 11, the 11th hour of the 11th oh. month of the, no, 11th day of the 11th month was the end of World War One. Okay. And that became Veterans Day. Okay, so you It was Armistice Day. You can check that off your running for office prerequisite list. Is there anything else you can check off? Most things, I think, yeah. I mean, you're a citizen. I realized this morning in the shower that I will be 35 by the time the inauguration happens, uh-huh. which means I could run for, I could become the next president. Guys, you heard it here first. <laughs> He's announcing his candidacy. <gasps> no, I mean. Listen. If I got the votes, I would do it, but it's, it's not going to happen. I mean, you know, you don't have any political experience, but neither did Trump. Yeah, that's a. That's a good thing. I don't have any political experience, right? Yeah. According to Republicans. Exactly. That's to say you got the Republican vote. Uh, But you also don't have any... I think Trump has Republican vote. You don't have any business experience either. You just have orchestra. I don't mean to say just. (laughs) Um, You have music experience. I do have music experience. You know what I was thinking about is today... Well, I saw something on um, just about what people care about, like what their most important factors are for a job. Mm Mm-hmm. 
and culture is one of them, obviously, of like working for somebody you like and working for somewhere where you like the culture. And I feel like you've had a lot of interesting jobs to where you haven't really worked alongside people very much. Yeah, never. It's, How weird is that? It's sad. Um, oh. This, this job that I have now, I work alongside people more often. Yeah. Um, last year, I got to work with a director every day for one hour. That was nice. Um, the there, I share an office with a band director at both of my schools, so I get to talk to the band director sometime. And, and they're I, in there? And I like both of them. Sometimes. Um, the, one of the other directors at my school, I go to lunch with him often, which is, it's, you get to go out to eat and you get to eat chips and salsa and they got great chicken soup and I get to build a relationship with a guy that I like. Win, 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 win. Yeah. And then also talk about orchestra stuff and get better at my job and things like that. I think, I mean, it is interesting because I've heard, you know, talking about Enneagram stuff that fours are often not in like traditional workplaces. Like they just... For whatever reason, they want to be different. They want to either work for themselves or whatever. And I was thinking you have followed that path a little bit in that you have never worked like really with a team or a staff very closely. Right. Yeah. I I missed that a little bit and I hope that one day I'll get to in some capacity. Yeah. Um, that actually like goes directly into what I, the topic that I really wanted to talk then about Then let's today. go into it. Um, which is like quality of life in your workplace. What I want to talk about is experiences versus states of being. I originally wrote state of beings and I was like, oh no, he's going to kill me for that. That's right. Experiences versus states of being. Brothers-in-law. Right. I think, I think too many people put emphasis to put too much emphasis on the experience. That's actually what millennials are known for. Like that we prioritize and value experiences over things. It's like, I've done a slide in a presentation. I can see it in my mind Mm -hmm. of, um, we use like this really pretty like mountain top and this person just standing in front of it. And it's like millennials value experiences over things. So mm-hmm. yes, it's true. But I'm not actually saying over things. Um, maybe I should say people value big experiences over everyday experiences. Interesting. I think like if you want, if you give a person a thousand dollars and you say improve the quality of your life, uh, or if you just say, here's a thousand dollars, to make yourself happy. Most people are going to spend a thousand dollars on an experience. Like they're going to go on a trip or they're going to have one huge night partying mm-hmm. or something like that. And I think that most often it pays, uh, in, it pays in your happiness. It pays in your well being uh, to invest in your daily life. So like in something you do every single day, fix your car or buy a new laptop. Exactly. Yeah. I think if you got a thousand dollars and you have a crappy computer that you were always mad at because it's always too slow or doesn't have all the things you need on it. Mm-hmm. And you spend, you, you buy a computer that is wonderful to work with like my baby right here, then <laughs> it, it will make your life a lot happier. I think this is interesting. Okay. So, okay. So let's say, Somebody walks in right now and they hand us each a thousand dollars. I will tithe. <laughs> right, of with, course. With, After, with the rest of the nine hundred dollars. <laughs> yeah, with that first one hundred. Mm-hmm. So with the rest of the nine hundred, I would put it in the bank. That's what I. So I don't. I actually am not going to spend it on a spa day or a trip. Probably. Okay. I think that's because that's where we are in life right now. Um, we both know we need to save money for the future and we both like I I would use it to get out of debt because that's what I want that's what I'm focusing on right now but Uh if someone said here is a uh prepaid visa gift card and you can't use it on groceries or other other things that you would spend (laughs) it doesn't work at Walmart it doesn't work at quick trip okay (laughs) or or maybe it does but it well at Walmart but only only the fun parts only for a fun thing yeah okay if if someone said here's a thousand dollars like if if uh if a relative said, here's a thousand dollars. You have to f- have to have fun with it. And you knew that it would feel bad to just put it in savings. But I'm like, the, the stipulations are different. A laptop is not fun. Okay. You have to use it to improve your life. Okay. But that, but then you wouldn't go on a vacation. I, I might, okay. I might think that yeah. improved life means, okay, go to Bali. I could improve. I could have yes. a cool experience there. So you would go to Bali and you would have a great experience. Yeah. And then it would be over. <laughs> Sure. And then in in eight months, you how much of your normal day would you spend thinking about that one experience yeah. of the trip to Bali? I mean, unless something traumatic happened, probably zero percent. Mm-hmm. And in eight months, I would be well, my brand new computer, uh, still loving and enjoying every minute of all. Interesting. I'm not going to leave this computer, but you know. <laughs> okay, it can't hear you. I mean, it can. It's, it's- <laughs> listening right now. Like that's what it's doing. But it is not. 
understanding. Okay. At least I hope not yet. Uh, that's true. Okay, yes, but then how does that fit in with you want your daughters to experience the world? I think experiences are important too. But I, I think people go all out sometimes. And sometimes that's all they do is experiences. And I, there's, there's something that I've been hearing about recently uh, about people who just live their whole lives for vacation and they they work for vacation mm-hmm. and they save for vacation and so all their like they just their whole life is drudgery and and getting through the day and getting through the next day and getting through the next day getting through 100 days so they can have a great vacation um and have the best you know four or five or six days of their life but i, I think that is a net loss i think if every day is great <laughs> Um, then you don't need as many great, amazing vacations. <laughs> it just sounds, I mean, I believe that it just sounds like a motivational speech. Like you're like in a PAC full of children and you're saying make every day great. So you don't have to go on vacation. I mean, I totally get it, but I think, I think there's also a way for it to be an experience, but not an escape. Because I do think there are people in the world who go on vacations or whatever to escape their reality that they're trying to get away from. Right. But I think that it's possible to feel good about your life, like your life, and not want to escape it, but want to add to it. I completely agree. Yeah. And like I said, I, I do want my daughters to have experiences, and I want to have experiences myself. And I think that's a thing that I, I want to do. I'm not saying never take a vacation, but I'm saying usually... I think people value the experience more than more than really. I think people value their daily life, uh, what they have in their daily lives less than they should. Yeah, I can see that. Like we, when the whole coronavirus happened and we had to be stuck in our house, we were very happy to be stuck in our house because we bought a house and we made it look really great because we spend a lot of time in the house and, and then during that we spent even more time in our house mm-hmm. and I still think my house is beautiful and I still love being in it and uh, I go out to restaurants less because I have a kitchen I like to cook in and we go to parks less because we have a big backyard and a big front yard and we like we don't go as many places anymore because we have a place that we like to be all the time for free well yeah. not for free we pay for it but right I get you you've upgraded your daily life exactly yeah, yeah. Well, good and, job well, thanks. Appreciate that. Yeah, I so like it. I, I guess I that's one of the ways which I'm in which I'm different. I'm always looking at like that's why I always have bought a better phone than other people because I use my phone all the time. Right. Um, but I'm always looking for those little ways to improve mm-hmm. my life. And also, and so that goes back to we talking about jobs and finding a job that you like. And I think that's really really important that you have a job that you like because. What do you do more than anything else? Mm-hmm. Well, sleep, but you don't feel it when you're sleeping, so I don't think that counts because <laughs> you're unconscious. And you're unconscious with your eyes closed. Right. Um, so really working is the thing we do more than anything else. I have a bold statement. All right, say it. Anything that is tedious should be replaced by a computer or a robot, which is a computer with a body. I'm... <laughs> I'm upset by that because I'm really good at tedious things and I enjoy them. Okay. I don't want that taken away from me. I, okay. No, go ahead. Okay. I understand (laughs) where you're coming from. See, a computer could never do that. (laughs) Could never understand. Could never be empathetic. Never? I don't know. I think maybe eventually. Um, I understand that. I think there are tedious things that we like doing and enjoy. Like there's video games that I play that can be tedious. So I'm not saying, I guess I'm not saying that, uh, that they, that we literally are, should not be allowed to do tedious things anymore. No, you said it should be replaced. So like proofreading. I love proofreading. I like editing documents to see where a comma goes and how to, you know, whatever correct grammar that should be replaced by a computer. Well, okay. But imagine, but how much would you get paid to proofread something? If someone said, here's uh, an entire book, proofread it. Yeah. I charge thousands of dollars. Yeah. Uh, If you build a computer program that 
it does a really good job of proofreading, which there kind of are, but not great. Not great. Um, but if it was if it was better because it was a better computer because the future is coming, um, you could like that wouldn't you wouldn't have to pay for healthcare or for um, uh, transportation or for you know all the things that humans have to do. Uh, the computer doesn't have to sleep. The computer doesn't have to raise kids. The computer can be is a lot cheaper, and also you can just reproduce the software and have it run on any computer. So it's a lot cheaper than you. So, but what about my ability and passion for it? Does it matter? Goes in the toilet? I uh, I think you could do it for fun. You could find <laughs> video games where they give you a book into proofread, and you got <laughs> and you got I like that could be even more fun than so proofreading. So I have to simulate <laughs> actually doing it. I okay. And what about like sewing? Beth likes to sew. Talk about tedious. Yes. Oh, it's so tedious. Why, why would anyone want to sew? Why would anyone want to sew? So that should be replaced by a computer. Uh, yeah. I mean, computers are more accurate. Computers can do things better. This is, okay. It kind of goes into another thing I wanted to talk about, which is the future. So let's just dive into the future. Let's. I, I have a vision. This is, this is really why I want to be president because of this vision of what happens in the future because a lot of people don't think about the future they just think about the present and they think about now and i think the future is coming and i think it's coming faster than most most people think um, i mean the future's is always coming <laughs> the future where like the star trek future okay. the star trek is coming and it's coming faster than most people think uh and by that i mean uh the ability for computers and robots to do all of our jobs self-driving cars we know you're excited yeah, about that self-driving cars yeah and replicator, food replicators, where we just press a button and any food appears. Like smart house. It's and dope. I mean, that's probably a little bit farther off than the other things. But the, I saw today, you seen? have you seen the videos from Boston Dynamics? No. Uh, like the robots that, they, that they've been creating. Mm-mm. They look like dogs. And there's lots of videos of people like trying to push it over just so you can see that it stays up. And it's, all, and it's really funny, all the comments. Like, I wouldn't mess with that thing because... Because uh, it's literally just a guy pushing over a robot dog that keeps getting back up. <laughs> <laughs> that it seems like it's going to snap uh, on the person. But they, today I saw a video on YouTube. They are now for sale. Like these, they look like like big dogs and they're yellow and they're metal. And they have like cameras, camera heads. They don't have heads. They have like uh, sticking out of their neck as a camera. And you can buy one for $75,000. Why? Um, If you need it to go in a... Um, nuclear power plant where a human can't go. You can send it in there to check for a gas leak. Or, okay, so like, or anything that the SWAT team does? Sure, although that would, that, but, like but it's... What about like, you know, just normal well, humans? Here's, here's the deal. It's not as help, it's not as good yet. Uh, but, but okay, if you could buy a robot um, for $75,000, you never have to buy a second robot. Like that's, there's your robot. A human, you got to keep paying over and over and over again. And, but, and like I said, you have to pay for benefits and you have to pay for things like that. And and humans have are going to ask about raises and humans are going to ask about living, working in living conditions. You can leave a robot out in the desert for five days in a row and it's not going to complain about it. You know what I mean? Yeah, but that's uh, that the robot dog is what's confusing to me because, sure, a robot proofreader got it. A robot seamstress got it. But the dog? Well, the, the dog isn't all the way there yet. Uh, there are some jobs that the dog can replace, I think. But not 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 enough yet. It has to be able to do more things, and I'm sure that's on the way. Sure. If I were the uh, the CEO of Boston Dynamics, which I don't even know if they have a CEO or whatever or what they are, I would be I would be planning on the next. Like, what are they going to do next? Well, that's I'm just super skeptical because you said, you know, you spend seventy five thousand dollars on it, and then you never have to do it again. And I'm like, well, I spend you know thousand thousand dollars on my phone, and I have to buy a new one every. Two or three years. Well, I mean, you don't have to, but... Have you heard of planned obsolescence? No. Heard of what? Planned obsolescence? Obsolescence? No. Like, it, obsolete is the root word of that? Oh, planned. Planned? Yes. Obsolescence. Planned obsolescence. That Apple yeah. builds it into the phones that they that yeah. they get really slow after a couple well, of years. Well, yeah. Okay. I didn't know the weird Star Trek title, but yeah, I know that. <laughs> well, I would, I would it. assume if you spend $75,000 on a robot, they're not going to have planned obsolescence. I don't so. know. If that's the future and if, the, if that's what we're all moving toward... Then wouldn't they, I mean, you know, the people who are making the money find other ways to make money? Mm, I mean, I think, yes. I, and there, this is that. This is also the thing I, I like to think about, which is if if everything is in the hands of the robots, then how do the regular people, like your 
proofreading job is going to be taken by a robot and my Correct. orchestra conducting job could be taken by a robot. Yes. So if that happens, everyone who runs the robots is everything. And that's where I think we have to get into things <sighs> like we have to, universal basic income, I think is a, is a must at that point. Wow. Otherwise, there's you like... You heard it here first. So here's the platform. Right. But this isn't a long time. Yeah. I'm not necessarily today. So either our options are to build the robots or to be replaced by them. Right. Or... Do we do we need to get into the robot business? Um, I told Ella today that maybe she should think she should plan on the first robot that picks up trash for you. Because <laughs> that that's going to be the first one well, we buy. Well, isn't that a Roomba? No, like... It's a, like a piece of paper that crumpled up on the floor or someone with the uh, cheese it box on the floor. Like, because that happens a lot in our family. Okay, so bigger than a Roomba. Right. Bigger than a Roomba. It actually has to pick it up and it has to take it to a trash can. Or I guess it could have a trash can inside of it. I don't know. But so, man, we got so far off. The, um, I think, I imagine a day when every job can be done by robots. Yeah, but... That- should it be? Your bold statement was that it should be done yes. by robots. Yes. I think every job that has to be done should be done by robots. And I think, but I think if people want, like if you want to proofread, I mean, feel free. That's fine. <laughs> but then it's not a job. Then it, exactly. I have to make it a game. Exactly. Or you have, or, or a hobby. Everything at that point is a hobby. And and then that's my real question about the future is what happens at that point? Right. What then do what humans, do I do for a job? Du- what for do a humans job? do? What do we do? What, and I think most people would say, you know, golf and shop and go watch great movies because will movies be even better then? Because people now, now people are only doing creative jobs because robots will probably do less of those, although mm-hmm. there still might be robot generated movies. I don't know. Uh, but what would you fill your life up with if you had a universal basic income and every single job could be done by, by a robot? What would humans do? What would you do? I think maybe those are probably two different questions. So let me ask, what do you think you would do? Okay. I need to understand. So universal basic incomes means I get paid even if I do nothing. Exactly. I don't have to contribute anything to society. Exactly. What? I That's actually just like such a foreign concept to me that I'm like, that would that can happen? Yeah. I mean, there's... How? The, you put all the money together and then you divide it all out? I mean, that's, that's <laughs> the basic idea of socialism. Yeah. Um, but the better thing about this is that you can still make tons and tons of money if you do something really well. So you can make more money. You can, you can be a kajillionaire if you come up with the next cool idea of a robot or just, you know, write the next best song or whatever there is that people want to pay for because people will still have money and they will still want to buy things. Yeah. But because there is, because there is so little to do anymore and because... Mm-hmm. robots are doing things for us yeah. there's all this extra income that it could all go to a few rich people but i think i think governments are going to have to make laws about hey you can't be a kajillionaire like you can only a, be a billionaire give me a guess for a year that this will, will i be alive do i need to start making robot plants um okay for the universal basic income there was a candidate for this year a, really a democratic candidate who was all for it mm-hmm. yeah who wanted to give everyone in america a thousand dollars a month um, but he did not win. His people want to make more money than that. <laughs> and, and Biden, Biden, I don't think is all for it. Um, although people talked about it after coronavirus stuff, but so I think that could happen in the next 10, 20 years. Uh, as far as robots actually doing our jobs, I think here's a big one. You know exactly what I'm going to say. Self-driving, Self-driving cars. cars. Oh my gosh. Um, do you know how big the transportation in- industry is? How many truckers there are out mm-hmm. there? Have you ever been on a highway and you've seen a truck? Well, there is a person driving that truck who needs health insurance and who needs to pay for his kid's college fund. And who needs to stop and sleep. And who needs to stop and sleep, exactly. And who uh, needs food along the way and who expects there to be good conditions and a HR person to make sure that their benefits are taken care of and a manager to make sure they're actually doing their work and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. And if you have a fleet of self-driving trucks then all of a sudden, no more truckers. Uh, so right there, where all those truckers go, what how they do they make do? money? Yeah, they're out of the, they're out of a job. Mm-hmm. And I think, I think almost all of our jobs, like your job may be the absolute last to be taken by a robot. Yes, job security. You know, that's but why I, can, I switch careers. I can imagine, I can imagine <laughs> a passive robot. I mean, there is one in Futurama. But 
Yeah, I mean, it could happen. You sure. Could, you could artificially, sure. you could have artificial intelligence and, and a pastor robot would know the Bible way better than you do. That is, and, and they would not have, sin? they would have <laughs> algorithm. Yeah, it'd be perfect. <laughs> it would have algorithms to know. But see, that's just unrelatable. Half of <sighs> the, what makes me relatable is that I talk about the ways that I screw up and they wouldn't have that in common with people. But they would be able to read books about people who say they screw up <laughs> okay, and they say, would listen to other theory, sermons. a person could <laughs> gossip about another person. <laughs> yeah. Or maybe that they, they would program to sin so that they would understand. No, that would be bad. You wouldn't want to program a robot to sin. Uh-huh. True. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think, I think it is possible. Yeah. The people business. Right. And my job, hard. my job will also, like, yeah. I, you could have a robot that conducts, but I don't think there ever will be. I think, uh, I think conductors are, do such a personal thing that, that, uh, that robots. And also by that time, there will be so few jobs anyway, that it's, that people won't, will be flocking to be like, can I be a conductor? Because that's one of the only things that we can do. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's lots of technical jobs. I mean, like already robots make cars, right? Mm-hmm. There used to be hundreds of thousands, millions of people in Michigan that, that stood in factories all, days and made, all day and made cars. Yeah. And now there's a lot less. So, but what I'm thinking about things like, you know, quality control. Do the robots do quality control on other robots? I think you could have that. Yeah. Could you? I guess. Put in enough cameras everywhere. And I assume, I mean, if you have a business, if you have Walmart, because I bet Walmart will be around, and they have robots stocking the shelves, and they have robots checking you out, and they have robot truck drivers and everything, th- there's going to be a few humans in every Walmart that right. that look at cameras. Right. And probably, my guess is there will be a lot more uh, customer-centric jobs. There'll be a lot more people just walking around saying, hey, can I help you today? Because like... People want to talk to humans, I would think. I don't know. Here, okay, so to me, that might be a generational thing, right? Because it's like, you know, you some older people might go and they want someone to ask how their day is and how they're going. But then there's also the younger people who are used to automation. Right. We're used to efficiency. We want to get in, get out. Like, I don't care if you talk to me at Starbucks or not. Yes. I, I don't, I mean, I guess it will one day be so good that we won't really know. I guess that's the Turing test when you don't know if you're talking to a human or a robot. Oh, God. But I think, I for me still, if I am in Home Depot and I need to know where the weed eater string is, mm-hmm. I could look it up on the app or I could ask that guy right there who definitely knows where the weed eater string is because that's where, because everyone gets it. and it's mm-hmm. in, So I'm probably going to ask the guy. I wonder though what percentage of people are going to ask and what percentage are going to look it up. Okay, I would probably look it up. Sometimes I look it up. Maybe that's a bad example. But it, maybe it's something more specific. Maybe it's something more difficult. A yellow weed eater string? <laughs> no, like I need fertilizer, but I need it for... A certain uh, type of plant. Yeah, and I need it for the winter. And when do I... Like, at that point, you have to have a pretty sophisticated artificial intelligence to say, hey, you're looking at this kind of fertilizer, but that's not actually what you need. I, I definitely think that's possible, though. Uh, it is. It is. But maybe in our lifetime, maybe not. I don't yeah. know. I don't know, but I think that's the future. I really, I do. I think that's the future. I think it's you're a gonna, little overwhelming. You're gonna buy stocks, buy stocks and robots. <laughs> but also, will you need stocks? Because will there be a universal basic income, or will we all, we all make a lot less money because well, someone else be rich? Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, yeah, that's just so interesting. Of like people who, I, you know, like who inherit wealth, mm-hmm. wouldn't. What do you mean? They wouldn't. would. They wouldn't inherit wealth, right? Because why not? Why not? Well, the people before them also made the same amount that everybody else did. I'm confused. Me too. So you're talking about like Jeff Bezos's kids? <laughs> yeah. Would they inherit Jeff and Jeff Bezos's money? Well, but if it's universal basic income, then don't doesn't Jeff Bezos Bezos make as much as you Jeff, and me? Jeff Bezos would receive the same amount of money from the government, but because he whatever he does above and beyond, right. Mm, exactly. Okay. okay. That's the idea of universal. Basic I guess I thought it was universal, basic, like just that's your only income, but it's no, not. Your that only is income. like pure socialism, where that it's your only income. Got it. No, the, that's the great thing about universal basic income is that you can make more. Got it. Than the basic, you just you have your basics. You can get a house, and transportation, and entertainment, and never have to do anything, ever. I think it's not a good way of being. I think that you would have to have you know the ministry of. 
Wait, that's a very British title for a (laughs) government. Um, The department. Secretary of. (laughs) The Department of well-being or something where you have people walk around and check in on people and make sure that they're making connections and I don't know. Yeah. You have to have a mental health. Well, yeah, because it work is a main source of identity and I mean, it creates a lot of things for people. And so if they don't have to, then that changes at least people who are used to working. I guess if there are some people who start off never working and they don't, know what they're missing and then we're at wally you've seen wally right no oh you need to see wally well i don't want to spoil all of wally for you <laughs> but in wally there's a society i mean it's been like what 10 years it's okay it's all <laughs> in me. wally there's a society where people don't they don't work at all they just sit around and watch tv and they're big and fat sounds awesome <laughs> see does it sound awesome not to you the new and improved west but to me the old hillary who likes tv yeah I saw uh, there. Have you seen the video with the, I don't want to do the I don't I don't want to do the work today. I don't really want to do the work today. Have no. you seen that? It's a video on YouTube. It's a meme, but then it's also a an entire musical. I'll show you the video later. It's hilarious. Um, and in the musical, one of the lines they say is, uh, "Yeah, you want to you just want to get better, and you're that's all you want to do. But really, uh, I I wish I could remember exactly what the line was, but something like, um, but really." human ingenuity is fueled by laziness. Like we really just want, we work really hard so that we can do nothing. Hmm. And that kind of made me, it kind of put me on this path of is doing nothing really the goal. Right. And if, if robots did everything for us, would we do nothing? And should we do nothing? Do you think watching, cause there would be much better TV, right? Like right now there's, I, I don't know, three or four or five amazing, amazing, amazing TV shows on at mm-hmm. a time. Um, but I imagine there'd be a lot more because there'd be a lot more people watching. There'd be a lot bigger market for it. Yeah. I also, I mean, it's, I think quarantine was a good test of like what to do when you have more time than you're used to having. Mm -hmm. And I think a lot of people use it for creativity too. I mean, you know, not just doing nothing, but. And it was also enjoyable watching the creativity of other people. Yes. And, Very much and so. watching what they would do. They're, the cello player down the street put out a video like every day and still does. And I wouldn't, I did not have the opportunity to watch her play cello every day. Right. And now I do. Right. So. You compose a full song and arrangement for our mother's birthday. Yes. I did a lot. I got my appendix out. <laughs> that was post-quarantine. Uh, true. Yeah. Now, <laughs> and and now also the coron- not very creative. Now the coronavirus is gone. So we're all good. That's right. So... I don't think you have answered the question yet. What would you do? Oh, I don't, I don't know. If someone said, Hey, Hillary, here is, um, a million dollars and all of your financial worries are gone and everyone else around you has a million dollars and all their financial worries are gone. Fun. What are you going to do? <gasps> okay. Fun. I'm going to hang out with my friends and we're going to do fun things for your whole life. Like you're gonna play? No. Okay. Like we're gonna play face ten by the pool. Yes. And go to you know an amusement park. Uh-huh. I don't know. That just feels like a very free place. Okay. And but like see different places that I haven't been able to go. Okay. But see, but I also think that's the thing is like whatever I will be doing, I will be able to do it remotely. So if I want to you know, post a video preaching or teaching, I can do that from Fiji if I want to go to Fiji. I I think there will be a, I think there will be a push to still meet in person, to still have a personal connection with people, even though, you, I mean, there still is today. Like you well, can, sure. you can go to online church today and especially right now it's easy to do, but people still want to go to church. Right. Like they want to just go to the building and Right. Be and smell other other people and shake the hands of other people and be around other people. Yes. But at the same time, the digital world is alive and well. Yeah. I agree. I don't I I think that's true. I think especially when you watch YouTube, like there's when you look at YouTube, there's lots of people that make their job just doing things digitally. Yeah. Okay, what else would I do? I feel like this is I'm bombing on the answer i've just never had this much freedom before (laughs) we would definitely start a band we would we would but see i 
I don't want to write original music. I want to do covers. <laughs> okay. So I'm going to be in a cover band. Be in a cover band. And I'm going to get great at all the instruments. Do you think there would be lots of people that would be in cover bands? Would yeah. there be more cover bands? <laughs> I, would they yes. all be playing for each other? Like, yes. <laughs> It'll be a cover band showcase. I guess we could go to a restaurant every single night and listen to different cover bands. Yeah. Or a bar. Do people go to bars still? Yeah. Okay. There'd be a lot more bar going, I think, in this in this future. For sure. Absolutely. A lot more everything that they do recreationally. I say they. I mean, <laughs> I don't, but people do. I mean, you do recreational things. Yes. I, I I would want to learn a lot, but I would also, you know, want to do some fun things. I don't know what I would do to bring an income. You won't let me proofread. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, how? why would a person hire you to proofread for, if they, could, if they could get in a program that proofreads their entire book for them for 75 cents and you want to charge them thousands of dollars, why would they get you? Because... Well, they shouldn't. I mean, it's dumb. It's right. a dumb business decision. But if it's a person who cares about, you know, supporting people's dreams and their <laughs> endeavors and what they care about, then that's a nice thing to do. <laughs> but I mean, I, the reason I, I feel like the reason you wanted to proofread is the same reason that I want uh, to play music a lot of ways. And it, a lot of it is because that is what someone paid us to do when we were younger. And so, so many times, I think there's there's reward tied up with that, like there's actual physical fiscal compensation, and so we it it, it draws our our brain to like I can make money doing this, so I want to do this. Do you think that's not true? No. No, you think that's not true. <laughs> uh, yes, <laughs> I think that's not true. Because yeah, I'm like there are definitely things in life that I like hanging out with teenagers and talking to them about Jesus is something that I did even when I didn't get paid. Mm-hmm. So it's something that I just genuinely love to do. And so I would, I would do it, you know, even if I wasn't getting paid and same with proofreading. Yeah. I mean, I would do music too. I, I just feel like there's something, I don't know, something tied to my psyche. But, I mean, possibly. I, I think at least with the teenager thing, I'm like, that's something that I know that I did without getting paid. So that therefore now that I know I do it when I, I get paid when I do doesn't, it's not just because of the pay. Maybe it's just something that we, we succeeded at. I, that's also very much a possibility that I'm good at it. Like we talked last time, I don't do things that I'm not good at. Right. I, I think, and for me, I think the answer to what would you do in this utopian world, mm-hmm. it, and it, the answer has to be succeeding at something productive. And even though there's no reason to be productive and even, like I, I would want, I'd still want to excel. And so I would be writing music or I would be, you know, how I would have the best orchestra in the world, which is still what I want to do right now. I would be doing some, I would still want to do something. I could not spend my entire day watching cause there's great YouTube videos out there. And I mean, I, I could spend my entire day watching YouTube videos and playing Halo with Evan or with our Boy Scout friend <laughs> and, um, eating great food and visiting Italy but I would not feel good about myself afterwards. I think that's what really what would happen. Hmm. I would enjoy myself at the, enjoy it at the time, but I, I later I would say, okay, well, I kind of wasted that year. I'm going to waste this know, next year. You got forty more, and then you don't. And or, then, and then or, one day you're on your last one. Or you do if you know we can never age if we find the fountain of youth. Yeah, and see, that's this is the future that I like talking about. That's a whole other discussion. Would you take the pill that says you won't die of old age? Mm. Because Beth says she would not. Meaning she would die? She would want to die of old age at a normal old age. She wants to die at 120 <laughs> in her sleep. Well, as long as she's got it planned out. Yeah. Would you take the pill? What's the other option? Not... So imagine that, that someone came out, uh, like some mm, healthcare companies came out today and said, hey, we got this new pill, it's $1,000 or something. And if you take this, you will not age. You'll stop aging now and you'll never die of old age. Maybe you'll die of cancer. Maybe you'll die in a car accident. Maybe someone will kill you, but you are not going to die of old age if you take this pill. Would you take the pill? That's the only promise you get? Yeah, it stops your aging. You don't get older. 
you don't get gray hair anymore. You don't, your joints don't, like your, your cells regenerate themselves like they always have. What are the benefits? I mean, you look young forever. Yeah, and you won't, like people, most people die. Is it most people? I feel like nowadays it's most people die. Most, no. Yeah, most people die when they're 80 or 90 from a complication from, maybe most of it's cancer. Or like heart disease or something that. Well, I feel like, I think heart disease is, is a deterioration of the heart. So your your heart wouldn't deteriorate anymore. Maybe if you if you ate high cholesterol foods all the time, it would still be bad, but. Yeah, let's say that your organs aren't deteriorating anymore. Like yours? Like my (laughs) appendix, which deteriorated into gangrenous gross stuff. I don't know. Then I guess. You wouldn't? Why not? Oh, I completely would. Absolutely. Oh, but wait, Beth wouldn't? Beth would not. Because then like she wouldn't. She wouldn't go to, when is she going to meet Jesus? She's going to put that off for a hundred years, for 500 years? I guess I'm just thinking there's, the longer you live, the more likely you, <laughs> you are to not live. I mean, that's stupid, but like, <laughs> just the more things you experience in life, the, the more things you're, the more you're around things that are likely to kill you, like a car wreck or you, whatever, right? The more cars I get into and drive or ride in, right? then but my chances of dying that way go up. I agree. But yeah, yeah, you will die eventually. But I think that also assumes that society doesn't change. And if this happens in tandem with self-driving cars and uh, cancer cures becoming more and more uh, effective. Yeah, I don't know. Because it's, I mean, it is true. Like, Earth is cool, but it's not the ultimate thing I'm looking forward to. Right. But also, like, that is eternity. So right. it's not but, like, but it's this, not like if you get there later, you miss less of it. That's doesn't how, this that's how sound infinity like works. This could be eternity. I mean, if it, if you're not able to die. Well, I mean, okay, here's the thing that I was very sad when I found about, I found out about it. Um, in, a few, I think, billion years, the sun will expand so much that it encompasses the Earth, and the Earth will go away. Hmm. Did you know that? No. Scientifically, yeah, it's the call. And then, okay, and then in like, uh, I wish I knew the number. I think it's more billion years. It might be a trillion years, but I think it's in the billions. Um, is the heat death of the universe? That's where the universe expands. They call it the heat death. They do. The universe expands so much because you know it's the universe is expanding. It expands so much that molecules are too far away from each other to interact with each other and then everything is just hydrogen atoms um and that's all there is there's a sermon illustration in there too yeah so the heat death hold on i feel like i'm dying a heat i'm gonna google this i hate summer and i feel like it's a constant how far away (laughs) is the heat death of the universe is that autofill have other people been it will occur in 10 to the 100 years which is not i mean we don't really i wish that you just tell yeah, me can how many, you give me a year <laughs> uh time frame for the heat death okay 10 to the 100 years okay <laughs> <laughs> i mean that's a google so it's one followed by 100 zeros so in that many years so it's way over a trillion in that many years is the heat death of the universe. So that's so it's not eternity. We we will have to die at that point. Okay, but I think I'd rather go before I burn up in a heat death with the molecule problems. Well, I don't know why they call it the heat death because actually it's cold. Actually, things get so far apart. Oh, well, I'd rather that. <laughs> and I I I don't man. Now there's a sci-fi book how civilizations actually deal with the heat death of the universe. Mm-hmm. Like, does everyone just commit suicide at a certain point? Like, okay, is it's been a good ride. That yeah, sounds cruel. Yeah. Or also, have you heard of the big crunch? Yeah. Okay. So that's that's another possibility if everything ends. Who knows? Yeah. But either way. I love that candy bar. <laughs> oh, gosh. Either way, it's coming. The end is coming. Dun, dun, Maybe dun. in one to a hundred, or sorry, 10 to a hundred years. Maybe in one year. We don't know. So that's why I think taking the pill would be. I don't know. I'm really not sure. I'm going to think about it more. 
Yeah, that's a hard one. All right. Well, the future. I look forward to it. You do look forward to the future? Yeah, absolutely. Do you believe... I'm amazed by people and what they can do and think of and... Do you think this utopian idea of a future is going to happen? Or do you think it's going to be... I don't know. I think it's very... Yeah. I mean, the robots, that's coming for sure. I Just, can't, it's happened in a lot of ways You can't stop the already. robots, yeah. And I don't know that I want to. Automation's a, so easy. Do you have a Roomba? No. Oh, I, want, I need to get a Roomba. Yeah, you guys, that'll be your next purchase. You need a Roomba. Mm-hmm. All right, do you have a life-changing I idea? I do have a life-changing idea. I mean, besides the ones that we've just talked about, because I have to reevaluate everything, and I have to think about if I'm going to take the pill and what I'm going to do when the robots have taken my job. You I, have a, I have a lot of homework. You haven't thought of, been thinking about these things for your no, whole life? No, never. I've never. very much been thinking about these things for a long time. <laughs> Is that weird? Yeah. Heat death. Tell me if I've said this before. How long will I take, sorry, how long will it take versus how far can I go? Did I say that last time? No. Have I made? Have I said that idea before? No. Because it really is a it's a better way of putting the thing that has kind of changed me in the last few years, where I used to say, "How long will it take?" or "How much do I have to do?" Um, whereas now I, I I say, "How far can I go?" Like I I was thinking about uh, the other day, someone asked me how college was, how my undergraduate, how it was getting an undergraduate degree. And I didn't, I didn't answer this because they weren't asking me to go into depth. So I, you know, I didn't go into it, but what I wanted to say was I did not take advantage of it. I didn't do what I should have. Mm -hmm. I asked how long will it take? I asked how much do I have to do? I went into a class that wasn't my major and it said, uh, 70% of the grade is going to be tests and 20% is going to be this and 10% is going to be your final project. And I thought I don't have to do anything but tests Mm -hmm. because C's get degrees and I can, I can ace a test. And so that's what I did. Like the, literally that's how I got through college and I feel really sad about it that I, I left so much on the table and I could have, I could have gone so much further, but instead my goal was just get a degree. So I, now I, I, in all areas of my life, I try to ask myself, how far can I go? Cause I, I think I can go a lot farther than just being really lazy and spending the rest of my time watching right. YouTube. I like it. Yeah. So with your life, Hillary and everybody. Don't think, how long will it take? Think, how far can I go?